Hi, I'm Austin Titchener. I'm Reed Martin, and we are two-thirds of The The Reduced Shakespeare Company. I want them writing great plays about you. (laughs) You're thinking, well, Hamlet, the Prince of Denmark, greatest play ever written. Let's try to top that. What if we wrote a prequel? What happened? How did everybody get to the point they are at the beginning of Shakespeare's Hamlet? That's what we've created. And And if Hamlet is the greatest play ever written, I think by the transitive property, that means Hamlet's big adventure, a prequel, is the second greatest play ever written. Other than The Odd Couple. I was excited to explore the possibility of what would happen if Tom Stoppard wrote Muppet Babies. Who, who isn't curious about that? Right, it would be smart and it would be wildly silly. That's the Reduced Shakespeare Company. To be Ali or not to be Ali? <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> so in Hamlet's Big Adventure, a prequel, uh, Ophelia won't take swimming lessons. Hamlet's father is still alive, likes to dress up like a ghost and scare people. To release thy bowels when I am near! Polonius can't get a word in edgewise because his wife just talk, 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 talk. Oh, Polonius, children can be such a burden. Don't interrupt, dear. I can't get a word in. Sorry. Shh. Pardon. Quiet. Apologies. What did I just say? And Yorick, who we see in Hamlet to play as only a skull, is alive. He's the court jester, and he mentors his young friend Hamlet on the power of theater. Yorick! <laughs> it's a wonderful um, kind of intellectual exercise to imagine, oh gosh, what would it be like if, if Hamlet and Ophelia actually had a chance in their relationship? Or what was it like when Hamlet was a kid and got to hang out with this great jester Yorick? Well, it turns out that's also really silly. I'm God! Where is Mrs. Polonius? Why is she not even mentioned in Hamlet? Yeah, what happened? What happened before the events of Hamlet that make Hamlet turn out to be the tragedy it is? Ah! (laughs) Well, that was not supposed to happen. (laughs) I think what's great about Hamlet's Big Adventure, a prequel, is that it's really... It's the comedy of the Prince of Denmark. Morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 669 Creating Hamlet's Adventure. That audio you just heard is from our promo video for the RSC's 11th stage show, Hamlet's Big Adventure, a prequel, which Reed Martin and I workshopped with Shakespeare Napa Valley earlier this year. Now Reed and I are back in Sonoma, California, getting ready to perform it ourselves at the Spreckles Performing Arts Center in Rohnert Park in about 12 days. (laughs) Yeah. 
We took a few minutes after rehearsal this weekend to talk about how the script has changed over the summer and what we're trying to accomplish with this impertinent companion to arguably the greatest play ever written. What's nice is that uh, very little has changed since the workshop except just kind of uh, focusing and sharpening. Is that is that kind of fair? Yeah, I think things happen. You know, we rehearse and we make changes during the workshop. And I, we did three weekends, I think, of workshop yeah. performances. And kind of after sort of the second weekend, there's stuff we want to do, but mm. the actors, you know, the non-RSE actors for the workshop are kind of worn out. So we start to make notes about things will change once we learn it. Right. And uh, so you and I had some back and forth, both on the phone and via email, about uh, lines to change, jokes, but more more moments how to clarify the story. There are some plot points that we understand in our head, but as we thought about it, probably aren't clearly on the page. And so how to put those in. And it was interesting. It's like you, we both felt like we had a lot of thoughts, but... It actually isn't a whole bunch of no. changes. It's little moments here and there, and you know, maybe I don't know, twenty or thirty new lines over the course of the show. But it really helps sort of focus things. It really does, and 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 to and to kind of um, focus and focus and underline sort of the themes and the character arcs. Uh, I mean, one thing I'm noticing is that one of the actors from the workshop, Chad Yarish, is also going to be uh, continue on with this production that we're performing here in Roanoke Park, and then taking to Israel in Thanksgiving, in in the, in the great role of Yorick, Yorick <laughs> the jester, but also the possibly surprise role of Ophelia's mother, Lilith, Lilith Polonius. Lilith now wait a minute, I thought Polonius was his first name. Uh, yes, yeah, a common mistake, Reed. I swear by heaven. If Lilith is her first name, what's her father's name? Kevin. Exactly. Yes. It's Kevin Polonius. Kevin Polonius. Um, the name is not mellifluous, but still. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, but some of the but, but what's nice is that you know now that Chad has done the show, he's not learning the show, so he can we can really we can really play with things in rehearsal now in a way that we couldn't play with them back in the workshop because there just wasn't time. Well, there isn't time, and everybody's trying to learn it, yeah. and also they're trying to learn a moving target because right. during workshops there's a ton of rewrite. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so this is, it's very helpful. And also just, you know, in the workshop, it, I guess it's like making a sculpture, right? Yeah. You're knocking off the big pieces yeah. to start with. And now we're kind of at the point where I don't know that we're using a file yet, yeah. but we're using, a, the, yeah. knocking off tiny little pieces. And then yeah. over the course of a year or so as we perform it, I think is the very, is the, you know, the real smoothing process. We haven't got to the scalpel stage. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. Yeah. We're still using blunt instruments. Um, um, well, and one of the things that I, that I, that I find that I do is that what helps me, what helps clarify my thinking is when I have to start thinking about how to describe the show to other people mm -hmm. or how to describe the show to actors. What, sort of when I get to the marketing stage. I mean, but they're really questions that any playwright or any storyteller should ask. It's a question a real playwright would ask himself early on. Yeah, right, early on. <laughs> What's the goddamn play about? Um, and we knew this, but I think we, we didn't say it, we weren't as clear. I mean, wh one of the ideas we had was this, the Hamlet's Big Adventure. A prequel tells us everything we need to know that will help you understand Shakespeare's Hamlet 
Hamlet in a kind of a new and interesting way. Like, well, wait, wh- wh- what is the what is the history of Hamlet and Ophelia's relationship? Why are they so awkward together? Wh- where is Ophelia's mother? What happened to her? Why is she not even mentioned um, in the play? Um, um, is the gravedigger a reliable narrator in terms of how old everybody is? No, is the answer. And we see kind of just how unreliable the gravedigger is. Yeah. How did Hamlet, a prince in Denmark, develop this love of and knowledge of theater? Yeah. Well, in our show, yeah. we decided, well, he can learn it from Yorick. Yeah. Oh, good. We get to see Yorick. Yorick is not just a skull in a grave. This is a living person. And I think we were both curious, as you mentioned, about, well, there isn't any mention of Laertes or Ophelia's mother. Who, what would that person be like? Yeah. What would it be like to be married to Polonius who won't shut up? Yeah, exactly. You know, and so it's been really fun to explore all of that. Yeah, and 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 so, and learning how to figure out the play. I mean, we're, uh, we're, we're discovering stuff even rehearsal now. You know, we, the playwrights, are discovering stuff. Like, if the, the, if the play is about the boy who becomes the boy who becomes a man, the prince who becomes a king in Hamlet, in Hamlet's um, um, story. Um, but it's also about Yorick. And in a little way, the way we've constructed it, it's a little bit like it's this is a play about how Yorick got his groove back, you know, how he learned to relove. Yeah, he learned to reignite his love of theater. Yes. Um, in our show, Yorick used to be a touring actor, yeah. something that you and I don't understand at no, all. Not at all. But he was having trouble making ends meet, so he took the equivalent of an industrial gig. Uh-huh. <laughs> a took, safety gig, yeah, you know, a, yeah. a day job. Yeah, he took the uh, the court jester job, which isn't as fun as touring, but it's more reliable, and, and then there's benefits. Yeah. Right? But, right. but then suddenly, through a series of circumstances, he, Yorick, Hamlet, and Ophelia need to put on a show, and in that process, Yorick gets his groove back. He remembers what he loved so much about performing. And what what I, what was a fascinating byproduct for me is that when we finished the workshop back in May or whatever it was, I went home back to Chicago and I saw the Chicago Shakespeare production of Hamlet, um, and. Suddenly, when the gravedigger brought out Yorick's skull and said, "What is Yorick's skull, sir?" I was incredibly moved in a way I really didn't anticipate. It's like, no, I know exactly who that is now. And I think that's one of the, I mean, if I was moved, I wrote the the stupid thing, you know, (laughs) I think that'll be lovely for an audience who both knows Hamlet uh, to see our show. But then having seen our show, they go to see Hamlet, I think with with a new appreciation. Right, because you've seen two hours of what Yorick really is like, and he's he's an interesting, adorable character. I'm Leslie Malin, Managing Director of Chesapeake Shakespeare Company. And I'm Ian Gowanar, the Founding Artistic Director of the Chesapeake Shakespeare Company. And you're listening to... The Reduced Shakespeare Company Podcast. Where can you RSE the RSE? You can see Reduced Shakespeare in your own home by owning your very own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, written by me and Reed Martin and beautifully illustrated by Jenny Mazels. It's on sale worldwide, and you can find links to both Amazon and independent bookstores in the U.S. and the U.K. on our website. Our fall of 2019 tour 
of the Complete Works of William Shakespeare, Abridged, Revised, continues this weekend in Arcata, California, and then continues on with performances in Fayetteville, Arkansas, Bothell, Washington, Elmira, New York, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, East Lansing, Michigan for two nights, and Branchburg, New Jersey. We'll also perform the Ultimate Christmas Show, Abridged, on December 14th in Pontiac, Michigan, and for three nights from December 20th to the 22nd in Phoenix, Arizona. And, as we've said, we'll open our 11th stage show, Hamlet's Big Adventure, a prequel in Roanoke Park, California on October 18th and 20th at the Spreckles Performing Arts Center, and then perform the international premiere this November as part of the Tel Aviv Festival in Israel, with performances in Jerusalem, Haifa, and two performances in Tel Aviv. As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe, and check out our touring page for specific box office, venue, and ticket information. Now back to Reed Martin and I talking about how we created the story for Hamlet's Big Adventure, a prequel, and how it differs significantly from the RSE's previous ten stage plays. And another thing that's new and different with this show, for at least for the Reduce Shakespeare Company, is that, I don't think we talked about this before, maybe we did, um, is that we don't have a framing device in this show of of us coming out and going, hi, I'm Reed, I'm Austin, I'm, uh, I'm Dominic, and we are the Reduce Shakespeare Company, and we found this manuscript. This play, Hamlet's Big Adventure, just begins like... A play. <laughs> like a real play. Yeah, this is almost like a play. Almost. Yeah. No, it ha- it doesn't have that framing device, and it's interesting, and it gets back to the, I mean, I, I think I said to you, I said, I'm not, don't we need don't it? Don't we need it. Yeah. You know, why are three guys playing all these characters? I mean, we've always explained it, and you said, oh, the audience will figure it out, and you were right. Um uh, but it's, and it gets back to the thing, we want to always create a show that seems like it belongs in the reduced Shakespeare Company style, but is not exactly the same as every other thing we've done. So this is, I, you know, it's it, it's funny. You look at the show, and it, it certainly feels like a reduced Shakespeare Company show, and not one person, and many people who've seen many of our shows, not one of them has come and say, oh, you never play literally yourselves in this show. I don't think yeah. anybody misses it, which is, I think is a good sign. Yeah, and I and I think it's a nice contrast to um, Long Lost Shakes, in which Long Lost Shakes, we came out, and it's a massive thing, and we're reducing it and doing it for the first time, but that, was, that felt like a, an attempt to encompass something um, huge. So there was an epic quality to to epic quality to it. But this, we just literally, I mean, we say it in the promo materials that it's the comedy of the Prince of Denmark, and we really just wanted to lean into the silliness of telling the story, establishing the relationships as true to the relationships as they exist in Shakespeare's tragedy, but still doing them in such a way that it is a absolutely silly comedy. And in fact, I think we talked about we wanted this to be a um, um, a, like a, a primer for if you if you see Hamlet's Big Adventure, you'll know exactly what you need to know before the play Shakespeare's tragi- tragedy Hamlet begins. And in fact, I think with this rewrite that we're getting, we've we've brought the events of Hamlet's Big Adventure right up to the night before <laughs> the events of that Hamlet begins. So, I mean, I think you could but, but, but perform both shows back to back. Yeah, and it's been a fun challenge to include every, all the characters we want to see, all the funny ideas that we had, um, but don't have anything in there that if you go see 
Hamlet after you see Hamlet's Big Adventure to go, oh, wait a minute, Hamlet's, that didn't add up. Yeah. yeah. So that's been an interesting thing. I, I don't know that there's all that much we had to change. Do you remember what we had to change in order to make it work? Or maybe we were just so conscious of it from the beginning. Well, we ha- we definitely added some material where it's clearer why, we're, it's clearer what Hamlet's father, who's alive, the King Hamlet, it's clearer what he's done there are a couple of things that he's done to anger and upset Gertrude, his wife, and Claudius, his, his brother. Yeah. So we've, I think we've underlined that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, um, not to be too much of a spoiler, but um, uh, Ham, uh, King Hamlet is guilty of some of the marital infidelity that, that Gertrude is guilty of. <laughs> like husband, like wife. <laughs> the family that sleeps around together stay, doesn't stay around together that very long. Um, yeah, but really, I think... That's about it. I, I, I suspect there will be some uh, pedants who see our show and are going, well, you, you, you barely touched upon Osric. <laughs> In fact, barely. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, Osric deserves his own place. I love it when come to see our show. Oh, you did the Bible, and you didn't mention Nehemiah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, our bad. It's abridged. It's, yeah. it's like 90 minutes. Come on. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's the one thing we missed. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Horatio is not in our play, but at least he's mentioned. Yes. This is also uh, another difference is this is the first the, the parenthetical in the title is not abridged yes for the first time we have a parenthetical but yeah. the parenthetical is hamlet's big adventure a prequel yeah. um because in william shakespeare's long lost first play abridged it was a huge hundred hour manuscript right. that we reduced well this wasn't you know, we were writing, and we go, well, it's something abridged. And then I think we thought about it. Well, this no, it's not abridged. It's just uh, a play. And then, yeah. well, it's Hamlet's big adventure. But that doesn't quite, we want the title to be a little clearer as to what it is. So right. a prequel. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, now everybody, it's it, we've got the parenthetical, and it explains what the show is, but it's not abridged. And the joke, the, the joke of somebody writing a sequel to Hamlet, that's already been done. There already is a movie called Hamlet, too. Yeah. You know, which yeah. it's hard to do when... Well, that, didn't we keep thinking, well, somebody must have written a prequel, but yeah. I don't think we've found any prequels. I don't think we've found prequels. I think we have found sort of sideways stories, Sto- like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead by Tom Stoppard. There are there are stories and plays that happen sort of on the on the on the, uh, in the wings of Hamlet. Um, uh, is it? Uh, oh shoot, I can't think of his name. Um, uh, but there's a no- there's a novelist who has written a a, a, a novel about uh, Gertrude and Claudius mm-hmm. and about their relationship. So I think people have done this, but I don't think there's been a pr- Stage production, no. Well, I'm certain that this is absolutely 100% correct that you need to see Hamlet's Big Adventure, a prequel, because it is the first prequel of Hamlet since Shakespeare wrote the original. Well, indeed, indeed. Yeah, you, you'll never, po- there's no way you can possibly understand Shakespeare's great tragedy without seeing um, our silly uh, comedy. Yes, and you'll understand it even less after yeah. you see this one. Well, and I, and I like, too, that we talked about the idea, we talked about the idea of, of uh, getting back to this framing device. We did talk about that, but, but I, 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 didn't, I never came up with any ideas in my head that, that would make it different enough from how we framed the conversation of, of, of William Shakespeare's Long Lost First Play. And so because I couldn't think of anything that was different enough, it felt like, well, why are we bothering at all? And, and I think you had, you, you had said, well, how is it going to make any sense if we don't come out and explain what we're doing? And and I was saying, well, how many theater companies come out and explain what they're doing? <laughs> well, and I was saying, but but like there's going to why are there only three people 
in the show yeah. without explain. I mean, yeah, in most plays they don't explain it, but then yeah. they're not trying to do it with only three people playing all the roles. Why is that? But it just be, people just accept it. Yeah, and 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 people do do that. I mean, there's the five person whatever it is uh, around the world in eighty days. Nobody right. apolog- They don't apologize for the casting. They just right. they just come out and do the play. Um, uh, uh, so that's nice, and and I, I was thinking the this is one thing we won't have to do when when schools uh, uh, do this play, um, and they usually have way more than three people. They won't have to juggle around all the lines in the show that deal with the fact that there are only three people. Yeah, <laughs> they can just do the play with as many people as they want. Well, yeah, and I think with Long William Chase's Long Long's first play abridged as well. There's a bunch of characters, so it's yeah. great for schools, and this will be too. I mean, there's, I guess there's six main characters in this show, right? Mm -hmm. Hamlet, Yorick, well, all three guys play mostly two characters. It's it's Hamlet and Polonius, it's uh, Lilith, and Yorick, Yorick. Yeah. and and then it's Ophelia and the king. Right. And I play Ophelia, uh, and I also play Laertes because they're brothers. Yeah. But then there's a ton of minor yeah. characters. There's a Scottish laddie. There's the grave digger. There's a couple of nuns because they they're out to save the nunnery, which That's is going right. to be closed. Um, yeah. Right. The Loch Ness monster, of course, appears. There's, there's a couple of songs, and in fact, I think there's a new song. That, I think there's a new musical element to um, this this production that wasn't in the workshop at all. That was a suggestion from our sound uh, designer, uh, Zach Moore from Pittsburgh Public Theater. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, blame him. Blame him. You know, I'll, we'll give you his email uh, <laughs> if it doesn't if it doesn't work. Um, but I think it's I think it's going to go down a treat. But who knows? You have to come and see us in Ronert Park on the weekend of October 18th to the 20th. Yes, Spreckles Performing Arts Center, Ronert Park, California, in Sonoma County. Scene of our former triumphs, where it's where we workshopped the very first performances of uh, completely Hollywood abridged back in 2005. Yeah, I think it was 2005. You and me and Dominic right. uh, Conti yeah. and. And you've said this, but we we performed it at Spreckles, October 18th, 19th, 20th, the week of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. The company will do the show in Israel, Haifa, Jerusalem, and Tel Aviv. And then there's two performances back east for those of you on the east coast who can't get to the Bay Area in October. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's Washington, Pennsylvania, and Reston, Virginia. Yeah, all in- the hot spots, really. Yeah. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Hamlet's Big Adventure, a prequel, performs in 10 days at the Spreckles Performing Arts Center in Roanoke Park, California, on October 18th, 19th, and 20th. Then we perform it in Israel as part of the Tel Aviv Festival from November 26th to the 30th, 2019. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com for more information. Then send us your answers to unanswered questions via email to feedback at ReducedShakespeare.com. You can find us and interact with other fans on our dedicated podcast page on Facebook at RSE Podcast, on Instagram at Reduced Shakespeare Company, or on my preferred platform on Twitter at Reduced. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener. Thanks as always to fellow of limited jest Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and GarageBand. Our random fan shout out this week goes to Sam Williams. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Leslie Malin and Ian Galliner of the Chesapeake Shakespeare Company in Baltimore, Maryland. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 669 2007ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. 
Okay, so we've written a prequel. We've gone back to the very beginning. What's our next show? The Complete History of the... Oh, I better not say. Yeah, let's not say. Let's save that. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.